Hey y'all, welcome to Cross Politic. As you know, the DNC had their convention or is having their convention this past week, and I want to introduce to you your new fairy godmother. What? Oh no. I can't I can't do this show. <laughs> I apologize up front, actually. No, you don't. You said godmother. <laughs> What is this? This a dude. That's a dude. Something happened yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> what is this? It's not exactly clear. It looks like a high school video project. <laughs> it does, actually. It does. It does. Yeah. Can you move your mouse? I'm still trying to see if that's a woman. What's that sound? Everybody Oh, brother. Nah, that's definitely not a woman. Oh, brother. Oh, man. I wouldn't want to be in that picture. That's LeBron James behind him. Oh, man. Can you, can you make it stop now? The battle line's been drawn. Can you? I got control of the sound. Oh, I'm that kill, that. kill that thing. Oh. I'm sorry. That was a bad introduction. <laughs> hey. um, I don't even know I how we go into our plugs. I think we lost How do we go from... Role. Several audience members just like, like that. I feel like we did it. We're better than we're better than secular media now. No question, hundred percent. We won. We just because had to wait that was for, so bad. We just had to wait for the worldview to destroy their art. Oh man, no, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> so for everybody who doesn't know, like that's Billy Porter. I think, okay. and and they Disney just announced not to, oh they announced it a while ago earlier this year that he's going to be playing the new fairy godmother in the new Cinderella. Yeah. So, oh. Gabe wasn't joking when he said, your, your new, new fairy, fairy godmother. Oh. And just so everybody oh. else knows, Look at Toby's too, face. <laughs> Toby's like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He closed out the DNC with that song. That was, so That was night one. That was night one of the DNC. They're like, this is what we need to do to keep everybody with a good taste in their mouth. Boy. <laughs> so they'll come back for more tomorrow night. Man, the DNC is tripping. I'm going to go share the show while you guys do You, you do that. All right, so so I don't know how to transition from there to the plugs, but we want to make sure you guys come I do. to our- <laughs> A whole lot of burning brain floss. That's what I mean. <laughs> If you feel like you need to take a shower now. Yes, come to our conference <laughs> on October 1st through the 3rd. Well, we will give you a theological worldview shower. <laughs> That'll work. Make sure you guys sign up. Uh, uh, also, I want to make sure this is basically last call for vendors. we got a couple spots left for vendors that want to participate in our conference. You can go to our website, fightlaughfeast.com, mm. and there's vendor applications there. Just follow the exhibitor links to the vendor applications. We're really looking forward to meeting our partners at the conference and being able to fellowship with everybody. And as you guys know, we're kicking it off with a beer and psalm sing on, uh, and punch for the kids, of course, on Thursday night. But then we're doing an after party. With after show with Darren Doan that night Thursday night, oh yeah, uh, there's actually a cigar scotch lounge literally the next block up where we're gonna go and um, smoke some cigars and drink some scotch and that's why this conference is seriously not for the faint hearted. Right, we want we want a full biblical worldview coming out of us and y'all, everything y'all, we y'all do. Can, and how, y'all can do that and how yeah, yeah y'all call conferences. Y'all this can, this y'all ain't go? no this ain't no soft <laughs> conference. I'm tired of. I'm going to go on a little tirade here, but here. I'm, I'm tired of conferences where they go out and you have a topic on, on like holiness, which is, which is great. I mean, obviously, you know, we need to be seeking, you know, personal holiness, all this stuff. We do believe in holiness. It, it, but <laughs> you, you should be getting that from your pastor at home, right? right? You shouldn't, we, we go to these conferences and they're just kind of benign general topics that kind of please the masses. I think the problem though, Gabe, is not with the topic. It's, it, it, per se, it's that people don't understand that holiness actually means yeah, that's right. Something. That's right. It actually it actually means that you're going to be a man and not a woman. 
Mm. It, it means that you're you're That's going to right. dress like a man. Mm. You're going to sing like talk a like a man and sing like a man, mm-hmm. and you're not going to be an abomination. That's right. um, a, a, on on television. That, that's, that's right. That's what I mean. That's that's unholy. Mm-hmm. What that that's what right. that man just did. Yeah. Um, that's that's the problem. Yeah. Well, and so you go to these conferences, you get the the talk of averages. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this talk in in a way that everyone's gonna basically agree with it. Yeah. And we we want this conference. We're going to gonna be, have a conference in which most people disagree with us. <laughs> so well, we want a conference where people are going to go and learn how to fight, how to laugh, and how to feast, and how to go home. It's like you come to hear subject matter experts. Yeah. Apply your home settings to what's going on, and and go home and take over. You know your city for God's kingdom. That's what we want to do. That's why the first day is going to be kind of theology and worldview, and the second day is going to be uh, you know talk on media, talk on politics, a talk on education, yeah. a talk on engagement. And so that's where we're really trying to bring in. We think some of the best speakers, and and they're going to give you what they believe the Bible says, and not what they think they want you to think. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I already gave the vendor plug. Oh, we had a class plug, and I forgot the. Uh, I want to plug a class. That's, that's, that's fine. I, I'm teaching an online class uh, for Fight, Laugh, Feast University. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys know about I that? I like this. Mm-hmm. Um, C.R. Wiley is going to be teaching classes this here is coming up. sort of the pilot class yep, that's for, right. for hopefully a bunch more classes coming up. Um, and uh, this one's Theology of Work, Vocation, Productivity, and Soulcraft. Twelve classes over seven weeks. We will take one section well, it's mondays and wednesdays mm-hmm. we'll skip one wednesday because you're going to be in nashville for the conference yeah, right at least that's where i'm going to be and uh six of the classes will be lecture bible study style with q a discussion covering what the bible says about work industry taking dominion creativity calling laziness sabbath rest wealth greed inheritance ambition um, and then three classes will be book discussions. We'll be reading Plowing in Hope by David Hegeman, uh, Man of the House by C.R. Wiley, and Plot Activity by Douglas Wilson. And then three classes will be interviews and discussions with successful Christians in different industries. I have. That's going to be fun. I'm going to tell. I'll just let you know. I'm at, one of those is Pastor Doug. Okay. One of those interviews. <laughs> one of those interviews yeah. is going to be Pastor Doug. He's, he's been productive as a pastor. You don't say. And an author. Huh. Um, you know, he's got a Pretty good at that. N- new book out called Ride Sally Ride. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait to read well, that Scott book. Clark is going off on that book right Who? now. Who? R.S. Uh, Scott Clark. Never heard of her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Him um, and Billy are, also, um, are in Cinderella. <laughs> Andrew Krapyshets, a CEO of MZ. Oh, yeah. He's, he's done some things. Yeah. Um, he's building a massive building just a couple blocks away oh, yeah. for their 500-plus employees or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk to him about economics and Christians and business and so on. And then I've got a special guest, a gal um, who's going to come on and talk about. Um, she's a, a, a labor attorney and um, and uh, and a journalist. Oh, interesting. And uh, and I'm going to interview her about um, uh, particularly workplace legal issues. Like, oh, that kind of labors. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, he was thinking union. He was, was like, like you got a lawyer? union lawyer coming no, on? I was, I was, no, I was no, thinking no. giving birth. I was like, what kind of lawyer would be a lawyer for giving birth? I'm no, sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah. right, continue, Toby. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Um, also, we have Marcus Pittman on the show with us today. <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't noticed. noticed. <laughs> Anyways, oh. um, I'm, I'm looking forward to having um, you join me. Go to fightlaughfeast.com, flfnetwork.com. You can register. There's still spaces available. Yeah. Yep. Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, 5 to 6 p.m. Pacific time, and um, and uh, love to have and, you. And to be clear real quick, uh, it's it's per household. So your whole household, your your sons, your daughters, your your <laughs> wife could all participate. Your pets, that. your dogs and cats. Yep. And, and secondly, 
the um, each class will be recorded. So if you miss a class, Toby will be able to send you a link to the Zoom class that was recorded and everything. So okay. we've had a number of people ask that question. Okay, we're going to try this again. We try this every week. We're going to do it again. What are we going to do? If you're watching, you're streaming, go ahead and share the show, like it. I'm going to be watching the comments on Facebook if you're streaming from there. Okay. So if you guys want well, to comment. I'm going to go share the show yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, go do that. I better if, do if that. If you guys want to engage, and we'd love to talk with you. So send us a comment on Facebook. Neil, you're watching Twitter, right? So wave or your hands. YouTube. He's like, remember, I gotta switch the show. I'm gonna Neil's, watch Twitter. Neil's single. Or YouTube. Ah, yeah. Just remember that. Ah, okay. He'll be in Nashville. But go ahead. <laughs> We're gonna try and get to ah. comments as the show is going on. So if yeah. you want to comment, you want to engage, go ahead and put your comments in there, and I'm gonna try my best to get in there. Okay. okay. So on Monday, the Democratic, uh, the National Democratic Convention happened, which is gonna officially select Joe Biden as their as their president. What's so for, for, form out exactly. Right. No, seriously. Which is why they had. The, um, the the pervert on their dancing right okay just making sure we're all <laughs> still talking That's about right. the same thing so on monday they had uh, a number of speakers which included uh, george floyd's brothers uh you know they they kind of kicked it off with all sorts of different talks they had a one of the speakers explicitly said we need to destroy capitalism oh yeah i mean the democratic party is just it's <laughs> unbelievable how left they are in my life how left yeah. they've gotten they, in my life they said on a pile of riches mm-hmm. one from capitalism, and, and this, yeah, right. but this exactly. just right. but the Democratic National Convention also just shows you how pathetic Republicans are. Yeah, I know Joe is a good man, a man of faith, a unifier, someone who understands the hopes and dreams of the common man and the common woman, a man who can help us to see man and just woman. That's all it was in each other. He knows that the path to a restored and rejuvenated America lies in respect and unity and a common purpose for everyone. Yes, there are areas where Joe and I absolutely disagree, but that's okay. Not abortion, though. That's America. (laughs) Because whatever our differences, we respect one another as human beings, each of us searching for justice and for purpose. Uh, John Kasich. Searching. (sighs) You guys know he's a member of uh, an ACNA congregation. Which is oh really? Uh, um, that's uh, African American. Uh, no, uh, no, no. It's it's the Anglican Church of North America. Oh, oh, it's not the. Um, uh, but I know we got people that are watching this that are in the ACNA, and um, you know that that guy's in your communion. I just want to point that out. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he's endorsing Joe Biden, baby killer. You know, yeah, lady for, sniffer for president. And John Kasich used to be the governor of Ohio. Ohio. What do you think yeah, about John so, Kasich, uh, Marcus? <laughs> <laughs> well, he uh, there were two bills presented to him. One was a heartbeat bill, and one was a a twelve week ban on D and E abortions. Mm-hmm. And he uh, chose the twelve week ban and said that the heartbeat bill ban was uh, too strong or whatever. He didn't have the yeah. backbone to be able to sign. Yeah, well, it's obviously <laughs> the he didn't have the backbone. So is right. he is he officially not a Republican anymore? Because if he's gone, let him go. Yeah. Kick him out. <laughs> and don't let him back. Right. That's right. I mean, yes. Yeah, but we got another one. Another Republican. Oh, here we go. I support Joe Biden for the presidency of the United States <laughs> because those values still define him. And we need to restore those values to the White House. <laughs> what values? What? what At values? Two. Colin. Oh, At two. Colin. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Ah, I liked him. What, what what values was he talking about? I don't know because he, my wife was like, she, we were looking at this when it happened. I was on the TV, my his hair getting braided, and my wife sitting there getting dinner ready, yeah. and I was like, "Ed too," and she was like, "You forgot he was all all nice with Clinton." 
You forgot about that, didn't you? That's the only, that's the only uh, way I know him is from Clinton. Who, who, he, wait, was what he, was, he, what was he, he doing? Serving, Clinton? He was with Bush. He was with Bush. He was with Bush. Yeah, he started with Bush. Bush. Yeah. Right. But, but, you know, if you can roll just right through. I mean, first of all, Bush. I mean, was that really going to be tested? Was his backbone really going to be tested? <laughs> right. You know, but but I, then he rolled right through Obama. That's true. Did the same. And I thought, you know, I look at these guys, and he was serving with Condoleezza Rice. I'm like, what's next? Is Condoleezza Rice going to come out and be like, no. But what's happening? No, because she's a woman, and the women have been performing been way, way better, better than men than in all this like, COVID. But what's uh, happening, yeah, yeah. Vody Bauckham says something that really caught my attention. He was talking kind of about the rift that's happening with the social justice movement. And one of the things he said was that a lot of people are very upset that this is happening, but we shouldn't necessarily be upset. We should try and manage the fallout the best we can because otherwise we wouldn't know that these people are where they are. Mm-hmm. These people's feet are planted somewhere that we can't see. And until this foundation gets shaken we don't really know where they're really standing at yeah, and so yeah. we need this kind of fall to be really clear and i guess i like colin a lot i was disappointed that R- really yeah. i was disappointed to see i i, something I, like this. I wasn't uh i wasn't shocked yeah, no, yeah. no, it's Colin. No, no, I was. No. I was, I was he's he's, he's, said, made, he's also made other comments. In he's the past made he's made it. other yeah, comments. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I just thought I just, that, but, right. but I just assumed that was. That but was this is something coming. else. We talked to uh, if you're a Fight Laugh Feast Club member, then you've already seen these. We we talk with Pastor Skeppel and Pastor Perkins in Florida on pastors in politics right. in Georgia in Georgia, and yeah. he said a lot of his friends who were conservative voted for Obama. And they were extremely surprised that Obama did them the way that he did and went left. And he was like, I forgot about that. Yeah. And he was like, what's wrong with you guys? Why are you surprised by this? They said, well, because he talked like this and he said this. And we didn't think that he was Remember, he campaigned as pro-marriage. Right. Exactly. He was not. Remember, he's on with Rick Warren and John McCain. Yes. And he said, that question is above my pay grade. So he wouldn't even answer the gay marriage question while he's campaigning. And so Pastor Skeppel said, look, no matter what you're doing, you're always voting for a platform. Yeah. So no matter what Obama was saying, the question is, have you ever read the platform of these people where they're standing? Yeah. Right. And, and so, again, what's the platform? Right. Yeah. Because you're not voting for Biden. Right. right. It, so, may, it makes me nervous when people can just go from left to right or even like, the, you know, we just want to find common ground. Oh, yeah. it, it's, it's like, aren't we at the point where the liberals are legitimate, traitorous enemies of our nation at this point? Yeah. Like uh, what we stand for, like mm-hmm. we we need to be at at war with them at least ideologically. Like mm-hmm. there can be no uh, communion together. And so when you see Christians, especially like the ones on Twitter that are pushing for Marxism or pushing for socialism or pushing like soft forms of these things, it's mm-hmm. like you guys are already well, over there. Or just acting like um, there's sort of some sort of some sort of moral equivalence between. Um, the parties. Yeah. Right. They're, right, like, right. they're like, you know, pick yeah. your poison. Yeah. It's just economic discussion. Yeah, it's it's like, just economic I mean, it's discussion. It's like, yeah, I disagree with these guys on some <laughs> things and I disagree with these guys on some things. And so you just got to sort of like pick your poison. It's yeah. like, no, it's, there's not, not actually a moral equivalence. So, uh, you know, I'm running for county commissioner here in Latah County. Say and it I've, again for the people in the back. I'm running for county commissioner here uh-huh. in Latah County. It's Vote been, for Gabe. It's been crazy. <laughs> Vote for me November 3rd. Uh, and I've been meeting with kind of uh, some old guard conservatives in town who are nervous about me running because you know, I'm not soft and not you know I'm too rigid or I'm too opinionated or whatever. Uh, and and so the conversations I keep having kind of with this old conservative guard is why can't you work harder on building consensus? Yeah. And and I'm like I'm fine you know cons- consensus to me is like do we put a park over here or over here okay what you know it's like. What does the community right. think? I'm happy to build consensus yeah. on the park. Right. But if you think that our city bathrooms are going to allow for a, a grown 
ass man to use the bathroom next to my 10 year old daughter. Yeah. I'm not building consensus no. there, no, no, no. which right. is literally right. what our mayor right. is pushing. Right. And so right. Latah County, it's like, okay, um, you know, I've been kind Did of thinking ask, about this Marcus. Have you, have you asked any of these guys about that question in particular? Oh, yeah. Like I pushed them on it. Yeah. What did they say? Crickets. Uh, Crickets, yeah, so because because they know that that requires a backbone to say that. Right, Marcus. Uh, Marcus came up with a little campaign slogan for me, yeah, where he said, "I'm I'm bad for liberals, but good for Latah County." <laughs> <laughs> a problem for liberals, a solution for Latah <laughs> County. Vote for Gabe. That's fantastic. So, anyways, all right. So, the D- Democratic National Convention is online. No one's present. Right? Yeah, that's right. a whole there's other a, story. There's a uh, was it in Ohio or Missouri or something? I covered on the Daily News brief this last week where one of the government organizations said, if you're on a Zoom call and it's not a, a inter, uh, an in-house Zoom call with your, with your fellow employees, but it's a, a Zoom call where everyone can see it, it's a right. public Zoom call, right. wear a mask to be a good example on that Zoom call. Right. That's what I said, but no one's wearing a mask. because the mask is not about health. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So anyways, at the Democratic National Convention, it's all online. They have a couple uh, commercial videos kind of you know, highlighting different policies of Joe Biden, and here's, here's one of them. Joe Biden knows what affordable health care means to American affordable. families because of what it's meant to his. This is my promise to you. When I'm president, I will take care of your health care coverage and your family the same way I would my own. Uh, affordable. You remember when Obamacare came into play, right. how much premium skyrocketed? Yeah. How much the drug companies made off? You remember uh, uh, what was the uh, the shot that went up like six hundred percent? EpiPens. EpiPens. Oh man! Um, all right. I mean, there's so many things that just skyrocketed under Obamacare, right? And and the, and it's affordable. This was. Um I saw this ad. I, so, guys, we really do try and watch this stuff so you don't have to. So, Actually, I let Knox do it so that I don't have to. I'm half, the, half the time, Tommy's like, turn it off. We'll do it live on the yeah, show. I, I only want to watch it once. I only want to watch it once. So I, I actually suffered through this. Pray for my families because sometimes they have to suffer through it too. You do. And there was a narrative that I thought I kept picking up on. And this is about almost at the end of the whole first day. Okay. Um, and Oh, second day. And, and when he said this. It was like the fourth time I had heard it, and it's the end comment. I'm going to take care of you. Oh, just like I take care just of myself. Kind of, and and that narrative kept running through there from whether it was racism, whether it was the epidemic. Okay. It was I'm going to take care of you. And this narrative of paternity mm. kept running through mm. their whole convention. Yeah. And that's when I got scared because Marcus asked me a question the other day. He said, do you think Trump can win this next election? Right. And I was like, ah, you know, I don't know. After this, I said I started saying no. And the reason I'm saying no is because if you have a group of people who are lazy and who don't want to work hard and are in need of a paternal hand, telling them hard work, get the job done, is not going to make them vote for you. Yeah, right. And right. so because this is the same kind of attitude that when Israel left Egypt, this yeah. paternal attitude was still in them. God was beating it out of them in the right. desert. Yeah. But Trying they kept to. remembering, oh, yeah, man, we, Pharaoh we, had we, water. Yeah, we had food. We had food. Yeah. In we, Egypt. We, we had, had steaks in Egypt. We had housing in Egypt. And yeah. so this paternal narrative that keeps coming from the convention yeah. is mm. scary because it's this is the right offer to a group of people yeah. who want to be slaves. parented yeah, and who yeah. want to be slaves. Who want to be coddled. Who want to be yeah. coddled. Yeah. And, and, and when that's the – and so – and then the other thing that scares me – is that if the Republicans see that this is working in the narrative, then they're just five years behind them. Yeah. 
And 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 I remember if you miss Grace, our, our our chains are just a little bit lighter, bro. Ooh. Right, bro. But we uh, <laughs> are saying it. Our they're bungee cords right now. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> they're no, bungee cords. We're chains. coming behind yeah. you. We're just not coming behind you as much. And that's what consensus is. Yeah. That's exactly. And that's what right the old up. guard Republican right. consensus is. Is like we just need to enslave people slower. That's exactly. We need right. we need to coddle them a little less. Ferocious. Well, you remember in the eighties what consensus meant? Our chains was, don't hurt. Hey, you guys, gay mar- gays, the homosexuals just want civil marriage, right? We just, we just, or, or even before that, is we just want to be able to recognize to be recognized in the hospital together. Sure. And then it became civil marriage, and then consensus became gay marriage. Yeah. You know, Obergefell, all that stuff. But Doug said this at Grace Agenda, which I got to give another plug for Grace Agenda. If you miss Grace Agenda, my goodness, you missed it's the, the best, best conference. Best conference in the United C- States. Catch, catch the recordings when they're out. Catch all. Yeah. Them. But the come for the experience is something bigger yeah. than just the, yeah. the, the speaking. Yeah. It's bigger than that. But one of the things that Doug said at the pre-conference, the man's conference, was that. Um, you know the the republic the democrats are going off the cliff at 90 miles an hour the republicans are behind them about 50 miles an hour and everybody wonders 75. like <laughs> and everybody's Sometimes. wondering like why do i vote republican he's like because i'm in the trunk yeah. of the car duct taped I want to buy time to see if I can escape and so at <laughs> 50 miles an hour I got a little more time to try and get that out and say what's wrong funny. with you right. 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 that is and, funny but, and so that's what's skin. but right now with and, that, and, and Trump's going 50 and he sometimes goes like this yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the steering wheel, like yeah. this. And he's exactly. making everybody kind of upset because they're not sure which way. But he's still going the same way. Yeah. And I don't think that we as Christians know this. And this is the whole thing with the pandemic. It's the whole thing with, with money. It's the whole thing with how the government runs. We do not want, nor is it biblical to have a paternal government. No. They are yeah. not your yeah. dad. Yeah. Yeah. They That's don't right. worry. If the, but, your knee but, gets but hurt, the problem is they don't. You have a lot of, of of fatherless families, yep. yes. fatherless homes, yes. and they're looking for that paternal figure. Yeah, That's right. right. Yep. This is why it scares me. Yeah, like, right. you know, like that fella dancing at the beginning. That's exactly right. And he needs a dad. Where did his dad go? Uh, right. Yeah. But I think I think and the and the end result of this, of course, is that if the government is your dad, yeah, then the government can tell you to do anything. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's the deal. Right. If the de- if 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 basically a family is conflated into right. the civil government, then they absolutely can tell you when to get your vaccinations mm-hmm. and which vaccinations to get. They yeah, can tell you what schools to go to. They can tell you what your job is. They can't. I mean, a family is the only place where there is a kind of totalitarian dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but that's by God's design in a tiny, close knit. Loving community, yeah, right. but it doesn't work anywhere else. Right, right. Anywhere else, you're, 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 it's it's oppressive and tyrannical. Right. Um, but that's what's happening here. When you talk about it being paternal, paternalistic, yeah. it's like it's it's going to be totalitarian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because if it's dad, then he can tell you what to wear, where to stand, what to do. Um, yeah. Then give you an allowance. Yeah. And give you allowance. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Because families have property, families have liberty. They have all those, and so yeah. the government says your property is not my property. Right. I, I own your liberty. No. I own your personhood. Part of the reason why I think it, it actually can work at a family level is because there's an immediate feedback mechanism. Yeah. yeah. There's a, like how it's going. Are is, your kids being cheerful? Yeah, right. Like well, dad is getting immediate feedback yeah. from wife, from kids, and, and, it's, and, yeah. and so forth. But when you, when you pa- parcel that out to, any, to anything bigger, then suddenly it's it's you're ruling by committee and nobody's responsible. Nobody right. knows how it happened. That's right. It's all a mystery, um, you know. And everybody blames somebody else and passes right. the buck, and no one's sure ever exactly how it happened. Which is why he can stand up there and say, you know, I know about affordable health care, and you're pointing out you ju- you were part of the same administration that cranked healthcare prices uh, up six hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Yep. that's right. And don't so, forget too, God just didn't design it like that. 
That's Joe right. Biden ain't my daddy. That's right. That's true. <laughs> so, so Bernie, That's Bernie true. Sanders has something to add about this. Trump has attacked doctors and scientists trying to protect us from the pandemic while refusing to take strong action to produce the masks, gowns, and gloves our healthcare workers desperately need. Nero fiddled while Rome burned. Trump golfs. His actions fanned this pandemic, resulting in over 170,000 deaths and a nation still unprepared to protect its people. Wow. He uh, just blamed all uh, 170,000 deaths on Trump. Yeah. Governor, oh. go, the governor of New York, uh, New York has the highest amount of deaths in the U.S., about 35,000 deaths. Right. If New York was a country, they'd be ranked sixth in the, in the world with the most, most COVID deaths. How many do they have? Uh, over 35,000 deaths wow. due to COVID. In and, New York. And so if New York was a country, they'd be sixth in the world right now. Right. Maybe fifth by now. Right. Uh, why is – this goes back to the paternal thing. Why is Trump responsible for masks being made? Right. Or gowns. Or gowns. Or, or gloves. Or, I thought they had a, a, a company that they were owned by that has a responsibility to their well, employees. Well, Bernie doesn't believe well, in hey, capitalism. Let me, let me ask you this. Why is there a mask shortage? It's probably because everybody's being made to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Remember the Surgeon General? No, that's sur- too no. easy, Marcus. <laughs> no, the that's too Gen- easy. The Surgeon General tweeted back in March right. not to get masks because it'll provide a shortage for those in the hospitals mm-hmm. right. that, that need them. Need them. Yeah. So if I, when, when, they're t- when Bernie is talking about there being a mask shortage, it's like, well, I have a way <laughs> I have a way to fix that, but you probably won't want to hear it. When well. the government mandates a product, you're going to have yeah, shortages. That's right. <laughs> right. Not to mention the fact that masks don't work. Anyway. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, it, uh, I was talking to Marcus yesterday, and he said, when I played him this clip, uh, Rome, where Bernie says, Rome burned while Nero fiddled and Trump golfs. Marcus, what did you say with this? I don't remember. <laughs> you, you know, it was really good. It was really, I was teeing you up. I was teeing you up. You said, Marcus said, you know how much business gets done on the golf course? Yes. You know oh, how much right. money gets that's exchanged right. on the golf you know course? How many deals are done that's on the right. golf course? Right. Like for Trump, like, that's a place to get work done. Right. <laughs> One thing, too, that I think it was when we had Pastor Wilson on, going back to this first pandemic breakout, we were like, why is Trump pivoting? Because it seemed like he was fairly strong in the beginning against yep. it, and then he pivoted. And that whole show, you need to go back and listen to that because he said, listen, they're going to blame him. This is all about 2020. That's right. They're going to blame him for every single COVID death. He's like, they are going to blame him for all the deaths. So what did did Trump do? He said, Trump got out there and said, okay, I'm going to follow their procedures. I'm going to do it because I'm going to save 2 million people. Yeah. I saved 2 million lives. I'm going to save 2 million lives. Right. And so, what does he get out there? Get out there, and then he's ahead of the of the uh, yeah. parade. Right. He's got the pom poms, yeah. right? right? And so, he's got a retort for this already. It's just sad that these people are playing politics right. yeah. with our health and life. Yeah. Well, yeah. now, so the last, the closeout of the night. This was actually on Monday night. Was Michelle Obama? She's never been elected, and they have her closing out the DNC. Well, on, of course, on Monday she's a night. hero. Yep. Empathy. Mm. That's something I've been thinking a lot about lately. Yeah, you have. The ability to walk in someone else's shoes. The recognition that someone else's experience has value too. Most of us practice this without a second thought. If we see someone suffering or struggling, we don't stand in judgment. We reach out because there but for the grace of God go I. No, you don't. It is not a hard concept to grasp. It's what we teach our children Unlike so many of you, Barack and I have tried our best 
to instill in our girls a strong moral foundation to carry forward the values that our parents and grandparents poured into us. Oh, that that speech was absolute perfection and the best of oh, thing she, I've no, ever it, heard anybody say in my entire life. Is, I mean, is, she's <laughs> I mean, she's nails. No, it was uh, made for Hollywood. It was totally made for Hollywood. You, you know, she talks earlier in the speech. She actually talked also about the the evils of of inequality. Mm. This is the setup for the you know for having empathy. empathy. Yeah. Right. was inequality and and some people not having what other people have. And the irony, of course, is that they sent their kids to private schools. Yeah. Uh huh. Because they're uh-huh. they they got privilege, right? right. Mm. That's right. They got presidential right. privilege. I, I don't I don't know I, why why is it that they can go on and on about this and it doesn't apply to them? You remember you remember uh, Toby? You probably remember this back in I think like two thousand four. Um, we used to do a pastors conference here in Moscow. Okay, and the pastors conference was on basically um, the theme of it was on words. Okay, I don't remember this, but but I remember one of Doug's talks at the conference was just how it, the cultural battle is a constant battle over who wins the definition, who gets right. to define the right. term. Yeah, that's right. When battle you talk about dictionary. empathy, yeah. when you talk about reaching out and helping your brother, or right. you say, there for the grace of God go I. Right. Well, this goes back to what you're talking about with Pastor Skeppel, where like right. I think she says something like that, and it's a, you know, uh, you know, it's a dog whistle for Christians, right? Like, yeah. uh, 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 she got some and, and, and so you, yeah, yeah and, and so you can have people be like, "Oh, she's a Christian, right?" She's like, you know, and and she cares right. about children, and and she and her parents and her, her grandparents, and, and, and high school food programs, and and all of these things are the packaging for what she is is being used to blow up. The country, right, mm. and to blow up parents and grandparents and children, yep. and, motherhood, and literally fatherhood. destroy yep. it all. But That's it's right. all packaged in this pretty Hallmark card, yeah, made for Hollywood. That's disgusting. Well, and, here- and speaking of empathy, yeah, I want to start by thanking Harvey Weinstein. Oh, for this <laughs> amazing day. Oh, oh, this is from a few Harvey, years where ago. Where you at, Harvey? Where you at, Harvey? I want to thank you. Look at uh, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg over there. He's right there. He's right yeah. off the screen. This is possible because of Harvey. Uh, he is Keep going. Keep going, wonderful sister. Wonderful human being. Yes. Yes. Good friend and oh. just a powerhouse. And the fact that his team took the time to make this happen for all of you should say something not about me or about this place, but about you. Oh, oh. Hey. oh, wonderful person! Way to go, Harvey! Wonderful human being. You got a shout out from the from a the great from the friend, first lady. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, two things there. One is just on the empathy thing. How you feeling about empathy for Harvey Weinstein right now? Mm. Yeah, right. I mean, don't, don't. I mean, has he been having a hard time? What about his victims? Well, you know, so far he's he's uh, gotten. Um, I think uh, most of his cases have gotten turned away. But the other oh, thing, yeah. oh, he's been yeah. convicted. Yeah, has, he, has he been convicted? Oh, he got convicted. But, but a lot of his cases, he's not, not for everything. Yeah. It's been yeah. serving time, though. Yeah. Um, they got their sacrificial victim. But um, okay. but the other thing is, is I'm I'm just wondering, just I mean, just wondering what kind of um, you know judge of character Miss um, Obama is. Can you trust them? I mean, like you know, I there mean, for the grace of God, go I. I mean, she, go, she was lucky; she wasn't one of his victims. Can you go back to that last clip? <laughs> I mean, there's, because what? I think oh, see Whoopi Whoopi's face. If you watch, okay, we can't we can't do it now. But if you go back and watch this clip, just look at Whoopi's face. She know better. Her whole face oh, like. Uh oh, <laughs> interesting. Uh, yeah. You sure you want to do that, Michelle? I mean, this is this is her in the apparently at the White. I mean, this, this, is, this yeah. the White House. This is at the White House back in the day. Some kind of White House event wow. a few years ago when she's first lady. And again, the point being is, why would we trust her? Why would we trust any of these pretty looking, nice sounding, 
you know, John Kasich, whatever, you know, packaged <laughs> yeah. like, hey, I know he's a religious person. He's uh-huh. a good man, all this kind of stuff. I mean, how, where are all the people who, I mean, didn't these people say believe all women? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and right. doesn't Joe Biden have a, a credible accusation against him about some well, kind sure. of sexual well, assault? I, I don't even know if it's credible, but according to them, it'd be where, credible. If it was a Republican, it'd where, be credible. Where did it co- Where did that go? Well, I mean, these are the people, though, who defended Bill Clinton. I know. And yeah. Epstein. <laughs> yeah. So AOC uh, had an endorsement for Biden. When millions of people in no. the United States are looking for deep, systemic solutions to our crises of mass evictions, unemployment, and lack of health care, in el espíritu del pueblo, and out of a love for all people, <laughs> I hereby second the nomination of Senator Bernard Sanders oh, of Vermont, I thought, for I President thought. of the United States of America. Uh, I thought she was going to nominate Biden. Espiritu de Pueblo. That's all I'm going to say. No pasa. <laughs> That's my daughter. Um, so I, there's not much to say about that clip. No, but everything like, but the Twitters, I mean, are, are blowed up. Yeah, because yeah. Um, NBC and a number of other news sources says she gets on there and she's supposed to endorse Biden. Yeah, and instead she, you know, she talks for two minutes, does her little platform soapbox speech thing, and then she says, "I second the motion to nominate Bernie Sanders." Right, right. right. And so the and the headlines are all saying that he snub, she snubbed uh, Biden. Yeah. Uh, you know, tried to nominate Sanders. Guys, I mean, even even you know, even some good uh, news sources were were playing that. Yeah. It's a convention. It's a convention, and at the yep. Democratic National Convention, there's certain procedures they follow. Yep. Right. And and um, even though Biden's getting the nomination, he got the nomination last night right. formally, um, there is a process they follow, and it includes formal nominations of other candidates, right. which then don't get the votes. Yep. It fails. Then someone else does the formal nomination of, yep. of Biden. It wins. It passes. He gets it. Anyways, yep. it wasn't really. I mean, it, but AOC is like on the Twitters and everybody's freaking out yeah. because of this this uh, apparent distortion. I, I'm sorry. I think I, if they had an actual live convention, it wouldn't have played out that way. No, that's but part it was of just because they had a pre-recorded <laughs> yeah. video of her doing it. Right. I, I'm trying to figure out. Somebody did, need to explain to everybody what's going on. Right. Did we just defend AOC on the show? <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Next. next Hurry up. Right. Right. Cuomo's got something to say. Oh. We went through hell. <laughs> Tell me but about But we've it. learned much. Oh. We know that our problems go beyond the COVID virus. COVID is the symptom, not oh. the illness. Oh. Our nation is in about crisis. Sin? We've been saying And in that. many ways, COVID is just a metaphor. Oh. Oh. A virus attacks <laughs> when the body is weak and when it cannot defend itself. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. So, so, so we hadn't seen this video tell, yet. <laughs> tell this to the, how many thousand? 36,000? 36, 35, 36,000. It's probably 37,000 at this point, but yeah. Anyways. Uh, tell, it's just it's a, a metaphor. metaphor. The death of your loved ones in New York is just, just a, a metaphor. metaphor. <laughs> it's just a metaphor. Okay. How and you remember, you right, remember, please. he signed a resolution to send elderly back to yeah. their own homes. An estimated 11,000. Send COVID bombs back to yeah. elderly homes and, in New York. And my understanding is this estimated of 11,000 of those deaths yeah. came were from that. in old folk homes. So 30%. Where he sent back infected sick so positive cases death. back to the hot box some covid old bombs. folks that's oh, right I, I was reading david bonson it's just day. a metaphor yeah, it's just a metaphor it's just a metaphor for <laughs> <My> resolution <laughs> hey, is just a metaphor <laughs> maybe michelle obama needs to talk to him about empathy Ooh. I, I was david if, bonson said that he was coming out that um 
Cuomo's coming out with a book. He's got a book. Coming out oh, before that they even finish opening their state. Yeah, yeah. He's like, why don't you leadership. To- <laughs> On leadership. On <laughs> How they get through the... <laughs> How to send COVID bombs as metaphors. <laughs> Oh. It's like, why don't you Over try to open up your state first before yeah. you write a book sure. about how you get out of it? Sure. Years, America's body politic has been weakened. Yeah. The divisions have been growing deeper. The anti-Semitism, the anti-Latino, the anti-immigrant fervor, the racism in Charlottesville, where the KKK didn't even bother to wear their hoods. And in Minnesota, where the life was squeezed from Mr. Floyd. Time out. How, how does he get to pick on Floyd, but not he doesn't have to answer for the elderly homes? Yeah. The ten, Where the, the life was deaths. squeezed out of 11,000 yeah. elderly folks. I'm trying to remember. Minnesota. Democrat, Republican. Democrat. Democrat. Yep. Mayor, Democrat, Republican. Democrat. All the city, everything there is Democrat. Democrat. I thought that they had their way with Minnesota. Why are they blaming Minnesota, which is Democrat for the most part, all the way through yeah. no, Minneapolis? No, no, no. no. How are they blaming that on Trump? Yeah, um, He has orange hair. The logic is suffice. Yeah, you see? Yeah, see? Yeah. Makes sense. All right. But, but, but here's, here's the thing is, is once Trump's out of the way, they're coming after every Republican. Oh, yeah. Right now, yeah. Trump's kind of this wall. Yeah. He built his own wall for his people. <laughs> it, it, uh, Trump's kind of this wall taking all these hey, that's hits. That's like a metaphor. It is. <laughs> Message. And, and Trump's taking all these hits. And, and right now, Republicans are kind of... Um, you know, glad that Trump's taking hits for them. Yeah. But once the Demo- once Trump's out of the way, the Democrats are coming after every Republican. They're going to require every business to it's bake true. a cake. They're going to require it's every true. Republican to get in line and, in and, city council meetings. And the Republicans uh, don't want that. Like after Trump, the Republicans want to go back to what was before Trump. Yeah, they want to go, but, no but they're going to be in such a weak position because now yeah. their enemy is riled up. Right. Like now they really want to fight. Yep. Right. And That's the Republicans right. are like, well, let's just go back to how things work. Let's work on consensus. It's like we right. need after Trump, you need someone stronger than Trump. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. And you can tell how bad it's going to be because John Kasich and Colin Powell have yeah. Colin Powell have joined forces with right. Biden and Kamala Harris. Yep. That's and, right. and you better believe after this, after Trump's gone and out of the way, every cop that kills another black man is just, it's a Republican fault. Every every cop that goes after, but that's, you know, I think that that's has, the least of our problems. No, but 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 they're just going to constantly all the COVID deaths yeah. are all Republicans' fault. Trump's out of the way; it doesn't matter. Yeah, every COVID death because you aren't wearing a mask is Trump's fault, or because you don't believe in masks is Trump's fault. No, I think or Republicans' fault. No, yeah, but I think I think this I think is I think it's worse than that though. I don't think it's Republicans. I think it's going to be Christians' fault. Oh, it's, oh, it's going there. Way. That's where it's going. I, I, oh, yeah. Re- Republican is just the next line. Yeah, but that's not even. I mean, you got you're going to have enough of the moderate. Republicans, Republicans yeah. that totally cave. That's right, and 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 give in. Yeah. It's the it's actually that what they're coming for is Christianity. That's exactly what they're exactly coming right. for is the church. That's right. what they're actually the, coming. Christians for. Christians are going to have to like real soon start like really fighting for my body, my choice in the right sense. Yeah, <laughs> in the actual right sense, uh, yeah. it's going to be the Christians right. that are like trying to protect themselves. So we yeah. do that with masks now. We're like you know my this, body, my choice. This is why um, Chris, uh, what founders is doing. And uh, and why the Southern Baptist Convention, what happened with that was so important because Christianity and churches are the last standing institution for liberty in America. Right. Everything else has eroded. Right. And so the Southern Baptist goes one way. Well, that means something that's huge right. because that's like that's one of the largest institutions in America. Right. Right. Once it crumbles. Right. Now, individual churches are going to be standing alone. Right. <laughs> right. Yep. And so this is the, you're right. They're coming for us. That's what and we can't for. see it. Well, they already got J.D. Greer and others. So, yeah, right. only think, a strong body can fight off the virus. And America's divisions weakened it. Donald Trump didn't create the initial division. 
The division created Trump. You know, he's, he's, he's right there, I think. I think that's actually not a bad analysis for how he got Trump. The problem is I don't want their unity. Sure. Right. I don't. I don't want right. democratic unity. I'm okay I don't with the division. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they want the unity. It's like your 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 leg is full of cancer. Yeah, and they're like, hey, stop trying to divide the leg from the body. Right. And we're saying, no, the leg is full of cancer. It's got to go. The homosexual right. agenda is cancer. It is. Yeah, but it, right. it, it self-identifies as cancer. Right. <laughs> he only made it worse. Our collective strength is exercised through government. It is, in effect, our immune system. And our current federal government That's is dysfunctional. Yeah. Yep, yep. So the, That's right. the, think about this. This too many Christians think this is true. Too many Christians think that Cuomo's right here. Where that that our our body politic immune system is the government. It is not. It's right. Right. Um, right. I was joking earlier when he was talking about the sickness, and he's saying there's something worse than COVID, and that COVID is a metaphor. Well. Actually, I agree with that, but yeah. the, but it's a metaphor for our sin. It's right. right. It's a metaphor for our guilt and for our shame and for what we've done to one another and what we've done to God in this nation. Absolutely is that. But that means then that the um, the, the treatment, um, the, the actual, the, the way we fight that off is confessing your sins. That's right. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's actually eternal. getting clean. It's it's worshiping God. Yeah. Um, that's our immune system. That's right. The government is is not an immune system. Yeah. The government it just reflects what's going on yeah. in the body. Yeah. Right. That's right. And incompetent. It couldn't fight off the virus. In fact, it didn't even see it coming. You remember like you Cuomo. Did, 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 yeah, like Cuomo. Like Cuomo. <laughs> you remember Bill de Blasio on March 11th was saying go to the movie theaters. Right. You remember the uh, Secretary of Health or the New York City Secretary of Health was saying, "Hey, come to Chinatown and party and with us." And they were doing like the big China march. Like, yeah. the, like whatever. That, like that's the, right. Yeah, that's right. And and he's sitting here, remember again, the state of New York and of course New York City was hit the hardest, had 35,000 deaths and he said, "Did you see the this European coming? virus infected the Northeast while the White House was still fixated on China?" The virus had been attacking us for months before they even knew it was here. We saw the failure of a government that tried to deny the virus, then tried to ignore it, and then tried to politicize it. (laughs) As if he's not. The federal government that watched New York get ambushed by their negligence (laughs) and then watched New York suffer. Look, what kind of governor are you where you're blaming all your problems and, on the feds? And, and we don't have the clips, but you know, multiple times he was asked about Trump's response and assistance. And he said, he's been great on cameras. Trump has been great. He has been great. He's been helping us out. It's but, ho- go ahead. I'm, go through ahead. it learned absolutely nothing. So today, six months after it began, the nation is still unprepared. And we now face a second threat. But this time, not from Mother Nature. This is a man-made threat by our own negligence. We now see the virus ricocheting across the country from one state to another. Today, we trail the world in defeating COVID. We have over 5 million cases. Americans learned a critical lesson, how vulnerable we are when we are divided and how many lives can be lost when our government is incompetent. I, I think he's talking about he's talking about himself, right? I, I know I this this, this can't be lost here. So in Idaho, I had this conversation again this week. Um, in Idaho, we've quarantined everybody and isolated everybody, right? Instead of focusing on the areas that we could actually probably help, 
Right. When, when you when you l- use all your energy quarantining the whole state, you're gonna miss a lot. Right. And in in this in Idaho, the law allows for cor- the governor or the mayor to quarantine locations the and sick. isolate sick people. Yeah, the sick, the infected. And instead of isolating the whole state, Sounds requiring everybody in the state to wear a mask. Right. right. Over eighty percent of the deaths in Idaho are from the ages seventy and above. Yeah. Instead of instead of we quarantine the whole state, well, you actually could have spent all your energy right. in helping the elderly and quarantining the elderly and quarantining the most vulnerable. Right. You might have been able to actually put a serious dent in that. Well, Secondly, I, no one under the age of fifty four has died here in Idaho. No one under the age of fifty four. Get that? Yeah. And the, the other thing, though, too, is I think even just a, a blanket quarantine. I agree with you that the energy should have been spent in protecting the most vulnerable and encouraging that. But even that, I mean, how many of those elderly people died because they were isolated? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, right. because their family wasn't allowed to see them because yep. their, their children and their grandchildren weren't allowed to check on them and see how they were doing right. because they weren't allowed to see their doctor because, you know, it was considered a non-essential medical procedure or a right. non-essential medical check-in. Right. I mean, how many people lost loved ones that way, which were completely, uh, completely unnecessary. There's the this, whole thing has been utterly incompetent, there, and he sorry. led the way. There, if, there's this nurse in New York, real quick. Um, she uh, was a retired nurse and went to New York to help out because of the pandemic that was going on in New York. And the first day, she said within the first 12 hours, I was like, the way we're handling this is crazy. And they weren't even letting parents come in and see their patients. They weren't even let children coming yeah. in to see their mom and dads. And she said, what happened, what started happening was there was no one there in between the doctor and the patient to advocate for that patient's needs and the best treatment possible. Right. And oh. so what ended up happening was, and she said in, in her hospital, they started, the doctors and the nurses just started trying all sorts of different things. And no mom or dad or no right. son or daughter was there to advocate. Right. No, we think we want this treatment. Right. And because they wouldn't let anybody in the hospital. Well, this and this and goes, she said that caused a lot of damage. This goes back to the Bernie Sanders clip earlier where he's attacking Trump for, for not believing all the scientists. There is a and doctors. There, there is a massive problem with thinking that scientists and doctors are high priests. Yeah, come on, right. now. hold the corner on truth. Right. The, 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 they no, they're they're people with skills at best. Yeah. That's right, right. Which means that they're fallible. They make mistakes. They don't see things. And anybody that's had any significant medical medical procedure done in their life. Right. Should know this. They do know if this. You've, if yeah. you've spent time in the hospital, you know that even the best medical staffs, the best nursing staff, the best doctors are fallible. They miss stuff. Yep. They forget mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and you have to remind them of things. Yeah. You, you have to, you know, hey, what about this? You say, oh, right. And, and have you heard about this? Oh, I'll check into that. I mean, and it doesn't mean that they're not helpful. It doesn't mean that we don't honor them for their, their courage and their service, but they're people. Just like your car mechanic, just like anybody else who does work for you, you don't just say, oh, you've got a degree in that oh you've done this before right. you're perfect at this and everything will be fine no and the other and the other side of course is you got tons of scientists physicists doctors saying that it's something completely different right right what i can't seem to understand is why in the world that we are giving cuomo so much attention and acting like south dakota doesn't exist and planet earth yeah that's yeah. right right if if, right. if if cuomo is getting a book deal then what does governor christie get Right. Well, hopefully she's not popular. Hopefully because she is actually the one who didn't follow any of the right. procedures and said, we're just going to live life yeah. like we're free. Right. And let people make their own decisions. Take responsibility. And their economy has only grown since then. So they've already recovered over 80 percent of their job loss. Yep. Um, she returned 
unemployment insurance back to the feds. She said, we don't oh, need good this. Good on yes. her. Yes. I reported this. Did you not listen to the Daily News brief this morning? Uh, well, wow. you know, I was uh, thinking so he's going to. She wrote a letter to President Trump and said, thanks, but no thanks. I don't need your money. Our state's doing great. Good on her. Wow. Isn't that unbelievable? Her. That's, uh, that, that, that is amazing. And, yep. and, the, and But we have, uh, in this whole pandemic, she has had very little play whatsoever in, in talking about, hey, look yeah. at this state, right. really. And how come right. everybody didn't? And, and it's working. So how come everybody didn't just jump on board and follow suit? Right. Because it doesn't fit the narrative. Because, because in the leftist religion, and it's a religion, the state is the God. The state is the immune system. The state is the way of justification. Right. The state is the way of forgiveness. The state is the way of healing all of our brokenness. Yeah. And, and, but yep. it's, it's a and fa- this is why Republicans are doing 70 miles an hour off the cliff. Right. Because they're worshiping the same yes, God. Republicans right. are bowing to yep. the exact same idol. Yep. Um, they just don't put quite yep. as much uh, incense on it. And they have more, and they're more hypocritical, basically. <laughs> yeah. They're just more hypocritical, but yeah. they believe in the same God. Um, right. and, but Christians must see that play being run. That's and, right. and yeah, you can ask, you know, you can vote for the Republican because you're going to buy you some time but the whole point of course is that we need to actually knock down the idols yeah. that's right these that's right. idols right. have eyes and can't see mouths and can't speak ears that's and right. can't hear hands and can't help you and in fact w- the more you worship these idols the more yeah. you become Just like them. like them. the more they they, they yeah. demolish you yeah. they crush you and so that's why you can get a guy like almost standing up there acting like he's done something when the only thing he's done is managed to kill off more of the citizens of his state than any other state in the union. And right. because we like the paternal attitude, we'll praise him. Right. Yeah, 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 it was we'll worth pray. it. And, and it we'll was think, worth it. What he did it, was no, awesome. Blood Stop on it. the altar. We can't but, end right here real quick. Well, we can. But this is the reason why we need to, the most important day of the week for us is Sunday. Amen. Preach it. Because right. once we, that's it's our so immune easy. system. That's our immune system. It's right. so easy for us to believe other gods if we aren't worshiping God right. on Sunday. Right. 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 And, and that's the root of being able to take responsibility and say, yeah. no, I want to be a man. I want to be a woman before God. Exactly. I want to be free and I want to live for him. Yep. Now I got to play the ending all over again because you guys just talked all over the ending like y'all didn't know. And one more thing. You know you got 30 seconds before you got one more thing. All right. You got one more thing. Uh, if you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them until Sunday. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. Hey, and pray for the Shannon family. The convention ain't over yet. <laughs> oh, man.